Hello, and welcome to this episode of Mouse Magic with John and Joey. I'm Joey. And I'm John. And this episode has been brought to you by the Sip and Surf. <laughs> That's a little Captain Marvel reference. There you go. <laughs> Where our dial-up is always on time. <laughs> awesome. This is episode number seven for March the 13th, 2019. March 13th. I know, March 13th. Can you believe it's middle of March? Happy anniversary. Well, thank you. You're welcome. What is it? Five years and six months? Yep. <laughs> but, yeah. Sorry, I was taking a drink of my soda. Today's broadcast has been brought to you by Orange Vanilla Coca-Cola. <laughs> and Orange Vanilla Coca-Cola, zero sugar. Zero sugar, of course. But uh, we are not paid by Coca-Cola. No. But they are delicious. <laughs> so how's the week been? It's been good. Yeah. Yeah, it's not been as rainy. Yeah. It got really cold there and stormy, but it's been kind of nice the last couple of days. Yeah. So, nice weather. Yeah. Nice weather we've been having. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. So anything new and exciting happening? Mm. No? Saw a couple of movies. We did well, see a couple one of maybe. Yeah. A couple of times. A few times. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about that today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that brings us to this. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about, um, well, let's just go in like we normally do. We're going to be discussing Disney news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we're also going to be discussing, spoiler free, Captain Marvel. Yes. The newest entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, yeah. Last week we talked about extinct attractions at Walt Disney World, and we had a couple of things of feedback. Oh, good. Yeah, I want to share some. So uh, Tim Nichols, he sent us a message on Facebook, and he said that he said, "Hey guys, just finished episode six, and I'm loving the podcast." I was also going to mention the extinct attraction that I miss the most is the nighttime parades at Magic Kingdom, specifically Spectro Magic. That parade has always have a special place in my heart. It was running. Oh, sorry was the running nighttime parade for the first several trips my wife and I took to Disney was always so magical. Yes. I remember seeing Spectre yeah. Magic. Oh, it's it's a good show. Yeah, it was. I, I'm the same way. I love the Electric Light Parade. I remember that when I was a child. I was mesmerized by it. So, yeah, awesome. Thanks, Tim. Uh, also on our website, we had two people comment. Uh, B-Man's Mom 2. I think that's our friend Sherry. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she said, "Great show." I actually find myself talking to you like you can hear me. <laughs> I do that with podcasts too. Uh, there's a stage show of Tarzan at one time at Animal Kingdom. Yes, it was Tarzan Rocks. It's at the Theater in the Wild. I think that might have been before they enclosed it, and now that's where Finding Nemo the musical is. Um, she goes on to say that I miss Ellen and Epcot. Uh, her daughter Jess and I had shirts made in memory of it for our trip in early January. Several cast members and longtime Disney fans. Got them and commented to us about them. Very cool. Yeah. Her daughter is super sweet, too. We got to meet them uh, while we were waiting on Wishes. Uh, not Wishes. <laughs> <laughs> happily Ever After. What year is it? <laughs> yeah, Happily Ever After. Uh, and uh, was it her mother? Sherry's mother? Yes. Yeah. They were Hi, very Sherry's su- mom. Yeah, they were very sweet. And uh, we're very, very glad we got to meet you guys. Yes. And then finally, Evan on our website commented... Uh, great episode. I remember the first time I experienced a Stitch's Great Escape in 2014. I didn't realize it had been a different attraction converted to Stitch, which he's referring to uh, extraterrestrial uh, alien encounter. Alien. Yeah, that was right. No. <laughs> it was definitely awkward. <clears throat> I have lost my place. It's definitely awkward, and I don't think it was very enjoyable. The shoulder pads were uncomfortable, and the chili dog burp was horrible. I remember the shoulder pads, and they really kind of came down and just kind of rested there. However, it did have some positive merits. The animatronics, and I love Stitch as a character, but I don't many think many people are really upset that it's gone. It's kind of true. I mean, we actually almost just completely forgot about it. So. Mm, I'm sad that it's gone, because I never got to do it. I know. But, I know. And Stitch is one of my favorites. Yeah. He goes on to say that one attraction, and people keep saying this, that they don't know if that counts as an attraction. Uh, yeah, of course it does. You know, anything counts as an attraction if you find it, I won't say attractive. <laughs> anyway, um, one attraction that I miss horribly is Wishes. Happily Ever After is slowly growing on him. 
but he has special memories of wishes. It was the show when my, his wife and him first started going to Disney. It's so nostalgic. There were places in it that always made him cry and that he thinks it captured the spirit of the Magic Kingdom and Disney in general perfectly. And he thinks Happily Ever After is not just is not just a new show, but a signal that Disney is entering a whole new era. That's always exciting, but he does miss wishes. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I agree about wishes. I love Happily Ever After, but I definitely mm -hmm. think that wishes, um, there was something about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, there wasn't any of the big lights and, and projections, but. It was more, I don't know, it seemed like it had more heart, more yeah. emotion to it. Absolutely. But I love Happily Ever After, and it oh, makes me cry. I think Happily Ever After is going to be nostalgic for us because, you know. Yeah. But. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think there's the one line that always gets me, you know. I don't want to talk about it. All. Yeah. I already started choking up. Uh, we'll discuss that on another episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he does go on to say that a future extinct attraction, and he said that he knew that that was, a treat, uh, that was cheating. I don't think so. No. But he said he's going to miss a spaceship Earth. I mean, he's sure that Disney will do something incredible with it, but he's sure... That will aspects of it that he will miss. And the same would be for Illumination. Things are changing rapidly and drastically at Disney. It's very true. He also yeah. goes on to say thanks for the podcast. He can't wait till Wednesday. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, That's Evan. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. I, I agree. Things are really changing yeah. at Disney. And, you know, he actually had left two comments because the first one, it, he thought it messed up. But what it is, for some reason, it was set to they can't post. So you have to do a pending, a tra a pending post or something oh. weird. I apologize, Evan, but he went on to say that it was a good time to be a Disney fan. Yeah. And I agree with that. I'm sorry. The cat is distracting me again this week. What is she doing? She's playing with that jacket She's such a mean little kitty. Our little own private goose kitty. Yes. <laughs> uh, thanks for the great comments, feedback. Please keep them coming. Yeah. Uh, we love it. We and love it is hearing. changing. Disney is changing rapidly, but uh, not all those changes are for the bad. A lot of them are going to be for the good. Mm-hmm. And longevity, because I know that some people do not like change. A lot of the people yeah. at the grocery store where we work do not like change, but it's inevitable. It happens. I mean, they so, did move the bread over two feet. <laughs> yeah, and they did put the mustard with the dog food there for a while, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. I like, I change doesn't bother me. It doesn't scare me. Uh, so it's just one of those things. I'm I always look forward to see what's coming next. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's always exciting to see what's coming next. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Well, John, how about some Disney news? Because we've got a lot to talk sure. about. Sure. All right. Uh, first of all, I guess, well, on a happy note, we're going to talk about Disney Plus. Yeah. The big news there being that uh, Bob Iger, in a recent shareholder meeting, has stated that every Disney motion picture, which includes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars, will be included as part of the Disney Plus streaming service. Yay. I hope personally that that includes a little song, a little movie from 1946. Mm -hmm. I know what movie South. you're talking about. <laughs> I, that movie is very culturally inappropriate for today's age, but it is beautiful. It's also a very important movie, though. Yeah, it's a I beautiful mean... movie. It is ugh, the animation in there, mm -hmm. the songs. I mean, it was important enough to make an attraction out of it. Right. But, like, like I said, every single movie. Zippity-doo-dah. I mean, I am so thrilled because it's going to have all the Marvel movies, mm -hmm. all the Pixar, and all the Star Wars. And I guess we'll have to wait and see. Like, there's a couple of things that I read mm -hmm. where it alludes to the fact that that movie will be included since it is right. part of the library. But uh, another thing that I read said... And it's kind of misleading because everybody's saying, "Oh, it's gonna have it's gonna have every Disney movie library." The article that I read said, "Eventually, it will have every Disney movie from the library." So it doesn't necessarily mean that when it first starts out, all those movies are gonna be there. It well, may be yeah, something that's I, gonna be added. I can see that too because some like the uh, Star Wars films mm -hmm. and some of the uh, Marvel movies, they're actually under contract with other um, networks. Right. For the airing rights, and so I could see that, or Netflix when those deals finally stop, then Roll I off. guess they could do that. So yeah, yeah I could see that, but surely but, those movies that no one's heard of in seventy thousand yeah. years, like the Secret Lives of Thomasina, right? I don't think it's they're going to be. Movie. It is a great movie, but I'm just saying I don't think people are like banging down the door to like have that on, you know, 
TNT. See, I hope, I hope too personally that they have the all the movies from Wonderful World of Disney. Oh, I love that. The ones that. that were on TV. There's uh, Splash Two. Splash Two. Which was there's Parent it, Trap Three and Parent Trap Four, which some people didn't even know there was a three and four, but um, and Fuzz Bucket. What did you just call me? <laughs> some people will not know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but it was a Wonderful World of Disney movie, yeah. and it was called Fuzz Bucket. It was about a little alien that could turn invisible. The Boogity movies. Mr. Boogity. Yes, oh, those are my favorites. I love the Bride of Boogity. Mr. Boogity and Bride of Boogity. Boogity. <laughs> they're silly, but they're yeah, they're classic. And it had Eugene Levy in it. Yes, as that crazy man that made ice cream. <laughs> yep. But those are great movies, and so I, I hope so too. I hope they do include those. Was it bacon, spinach, and mint chocolate chip? Uh, something like onion. <laughs> it's weird. He was what was his name? No, he wasn't the ice cream guy, was he? No. No, he was the realtor, I thought. Yeah, he was kind of like the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, if you've not seen well, Mr. I mean, Boogity and you get a chance, watch guy. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's They're a really great cute movies. movies. Yeah. I like them. But I, I would love to see some of those old movies. Um, you know, Compute That Wore Tennis Shoes. Mm-hmm. Not the remake with Kurt Cameron, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine, I guess. But I like the old one with Kurt Russell. Not Quite Human. Oh, my gosh. I used to love Not Quite Human. <laughs> and those will, those might be oh, on there. I would love that. Not That'd Quite Human awesome. 2. Yeah. With Roberta, Roberta, Roberta. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I forgot all about that one. I I used to obsessively watch it. And he would, his, his older sister was Becky. And yeah. she would be like, give me a break. And he'd be like, a break would hurt you, Becky. Yeah. <laughs> I used to say, that's sad. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Awesome. Yes, Disney Plus. I can't wait. I, I really, every time they release a little bit more information, I get super excited about it. And right now, from what we know, the price range will be like, what, from 11 to $14? I thought it said $7.99 to $14. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, so, hey. Yeah, I think it, I think they're going to like really like want to draw people in. And so it's going to be kind of cheap. And then like, you know, a day after it starts, they'll raise it to $20. Yeah. Well, somebody asked us, that somebody started a poll and they said, are you going to keep Netflix or are you going to get Disney Plus? And love Disney. I will definitely have Disney Plus, but I'm going to keep Netflix too. I think that, I mean, a cheaper route to go, if you want to drop your cable bill, <laughs> do Netflix, Hulu, and Disney Plus. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. I like it. I think that's, I think it's going to be exciting. And of course, all the other original programming that they're wanting to do, the movies, yeah. the live action Lady and the Tramp, and, mm-hmm. um, Let's see the, the Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian, the John Favreau. Uh, yes. Star Wars live action. I think they're planning another one already. And then there's also some uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe ones. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet Witch and Loki. Loki. Yes. And I read a little bit of that Loki. It said that uh, the, I guess the plot is going to be Loki dropping in on different events throughout history and different time events. Mm. So. Don't know how that's going to work, but we'll see. Yeah. And I think uh, the Scarlet Witch one is Scarlet Witch and the Vision. Very cool. So maybe it'll be in that little time and uh, when they're kind of on the run. Because you mentioned yeah. this yesterday about Scarlet uh, Johansson's Black Widow, that she's wearing a green vest and there was mm-hmm. a reason for that. Yeah. That they don't talk about. Yep. Maybe we'll find out in Avengers Endgame. I don't want to start talking about Endgame. Yeah, no, no. Because you know I'm just going to... And I don't want to say anything yet because... Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. So, uh, back to the news. <laughs> um, today, it was the news kind of heard around the world. Yeah. Ticket prices have gone up starting <laughs> starting today at Walt Disney World. Uh, Disney has altered some of their existing prices in their date-based tickets and pricing model, which helps them spread attendance throughout the year. With this in mind, some busier holiday weeks are now more expensive, but the cheapest one-day tickets remain at the starting price of $109. Um, the example that we had read was that a one-day ticket during the Christmas week uh, peak period is now $159 in 2019, which is a new all-time high versus 129 which, if you need to know, that's a 23% increase. Uh, tickets around Easter, Memorial Day, and before Christmas now cost 139 for a single-day ticket. Um, this increase obviously affects most... Uh, multi-day tickets, but not as much as a high price increase percentage. For example, a four-day based theme park ticket starting on July 4th will be 
um, now costs just $9 more per day compared to previous pricing. Uh, Park Hopper now has incre uh, increased $5 a day. Yeah. Well, $5 total. It's not really per day. So. Well, yeah. you know, they have a whole new expansion to pay for. I know. I, I don't think it's just that, but, like, they're also well, wanting to increase rate wages, and that has to come from somewhere. That's true. So. And uh, I think they should increase wages. I mean, yeah, they should. And I, it's just, when are they going to get to the point where it's too much? And so, um, you know, as always, we say this every time someone asks us, it's definitely the more you stay, the less you pay. Right. And so, um, you know, so I, a single these are single day tickets. And so, obviously, we, we went on a seven day, well, we originally had a seven day ticket in two years ago, three years, mm -hmm. two years ago. And... Uh, we wanted an upgrade to a, what two more days, and right. it wound up costing twenty dollars total. Yeah, which was so, amazing. Yeah, so it can do that, but I think they've also increased the prices of annual passes as well. I did not get those prices. I didn't see that information. Right. I'm sure it's out there, but and I also read there was something uh, increase in price to preferred parking. Uh, yes, yes, like yes, that, yes. It that went fluctuated a well, little it's, bit. It's kind of the same price now, right now. It's 50 well, it was $50 all year round. Now, during value time, it's down to 45 okay. So, it's like it's a tiered system. Okay. So, I mean, tickets are growing up, but that's okay. We yeah. still love our Disney. Uh, did you see the new Aladdin trailer? I did. And poster. Okay, so a couple episodes ago, we kind of talked about that Aladdin teaser and mm -hmm. how we did not enjoy it. However, this trailer has turned me around a little. Yeah. <laughs> I was, can say it turned me around a little. Yeah. Uh, so. There was one part in particular with the genie when he's, Aladdin asked him to make him a prince and genie kind of plays around with that terminology and it's, it, to me it's a very humorous thing and matter of fact, I laughed I think the next couple hours because I think about that. And so, I think it's going to be better than what we expect. Right. And so, and we'll still go see it. It's Disney. Oh, yeah. It's Disney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the wall that has been home to the mural of Miss Piggy and Kermit on Muppet Vision 3D since the attraction opened in 1991. It's the one where they're kind of holding the each other. The Gone with the Wind mural. Yes. Yes. Uh, it has now been painted over. Mm, that makes me sad. Yes. It now matches the remainder of the building that's been turned another color to quote-unquote better fit Grand Avenue or to hide it from visibility while inside Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. You know what the weirdest part about that information is? Mm. That side of the building doesn't even face Galaxy's right. Edge. Well, why so, don't we just call it like it is and I'll call it like it is. I don't think it's going to be around very much longer. Mm -mm. I don't think Pizza Rizzo will be around much longer and I don't think Muppet Vision 3D will. I think it'll eventually be demolished to expand Star Wars. And we kind of looked at this. We were looking at uh, Google Maps, you know, because you've got Galaxy's Edge, you have Star Tours, mm -hmm. you have this big giant thing right in the middle that's blocking the two. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this. It's going to be, it's going to be, they're going to need an expansion. Yeah. Uh, because it's going to be. <laughs> they're not going to be able to fit that many people. I mean, the entire population of Earth <laughs> And Hela from yeah. Captain Marvel. They're go. all going to be coming to Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's going to be hard to fit that many people. So they're going to eventually have to expand. But there's no expansion space. And so, I just hope they don't get rid of Mama Melrose. Oh, if they do, they have to move it at least. Mama Melrose, if you didn't listen to our first or second, second. second yeah. podcast, the best steak dinner I think you can... Uh, well, one uh, of arguably the best Arguably the steak. second at least. <laughs> one of the best steak dinners. <laughs> I know, I know some people say Le Cellier, which we've, we've not, not had the, there, we've not so. had the opportunity to try yet, but yeah. but I think I think it's it's kind of aiming that way, mm -hmm. and we were kind of talking about it too. I think they should they could actually expand, you know, they could if they did take out Muppet Vision, just mm -hmm. go ahead and pull the Band-Aid and remove Star Tours, because mm -hmm. I think at this point you've got Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, I think is the name of it. You've got that attraction, which is very close to 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 that right. attraction just get rid of that one and keep working your way around to where Star Wars to Indiana Jones uh, Stunt Spectacular mm -hmm. it may be an unpopular opinion but that's a lot of real estate I know a lot of people would be sad to see that go but honestly speaking I think the last couple of times we've been we've not 
that's one yeah. of the attractions we've not visited yeah. and it's not that it's not that it's not a good attraction it's just it takes up a big chunk of time yeah. and if you were to put a ride or something or yeah. you know a, yeah it's, it uh, is prime real estate and it's been there since almost since the park opened it opened a little bit later than the park but i think that i think that'd be a great space to i said we, we could they could make a tattooing area mm-hmm. you know it's just like i don't know well, I feel like the park in general is going away from the whole movie, like what it used to be. So yeah, I think, and that's one of the things that I think that's the reason that stayed around for as long as it has because it was like a it was like they're shooting a movie and it's like the moving set pieces and everything yeah. and you get to see it firsthand. And one I of think the world's that, largest movie. I think, but now that the park's kind of going away from that, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really it doesn't really fit what theme they're it's going. It's like progressing with. into a different kind of animal, yeah, I guess. I think so. And and I was talking about it too, you know, they have that space over at Epcot at the uh, Imagination Pavilion. Mm-hmm. They could easily make that Magic Eye Theater into a Muppet Vision. Yeah. Or something along those lines with the Muppets and Imagination. Can you imagine so. can you imagine the Muppets in the World Showcase? Like I, meet and no, greet with Miss no, Piggy. No, I couldn't, actually. No. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of fun. I don't want the Muppets in World Showcase. No, like roaming around. <laughs> I think it would just be kind of fun. Ooh, that'd be weird. Uh, but, you know, uh, they're going to do what they want to do. Right. Star Wars. Uh, you know, we already know that Star Tours is staying once Galaxy's Edge open and also Launch Bay. Right. And so that's a lot of Star Wars in one little park. But, hey, you know. It's going to be awesome. But speaking of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, great mm-hmm. lead way. Yeah. <laughs> lead, in, lead in, not lead way. Uh, we did get the opening dates for both parks. Yes. Uh, Disneyland's going to be opening Star Wars Galaxy's Edge May 31st. And the Disney Hollywood Studios will be opening Galaxy's Edge August 29th. Woohoo! Yeah, we had heard late fall the entire time. And now they've moved it all the way up to August. Right. <laughs> That's a big jump. That's um, good, though. Yeah. And all those people that get free dining in September. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. It's going to be... that's it, They when, just lucked out. Oh, yeah. You so, know. good job. <laughs> uh, but in Disneyland, the weirdest bit of news is that the Rise of the Resistance ride will not open with the land. Hmm. And I don't know if they're having technical problems with it, but... Uh, and both parks will not have fast passes to either attraction. Yeah, that's a huge... It's just so weird to me. I don't know. I don't... I mean, I guess they're kind of... Maybe they're wanting to make sure you go through the queue because that's part of the story. Right. And I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I think personally, personally, my personal opinion, I think that's a mistake. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, I, don't I, I don't really... Just being completely honest, I love Star Wars. I'm very excited about the new land. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see it. I'm not going to stand in line for six hours to ride a ride that takes two minutes. Sorry. It's, I'm just not. It's baffling to me. I mean, so it'll probably be a while before we actually ride the rides. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just don't understand. But hey, I don't have to. Yeah. Uh, but now, I don't know if the Rise of the Resistance ride is going to be delayed at Magic Kingdom, uh, Hollywood Studios or not. Yeah, we haven't heard that yet. But I know it for sure at Disneyland if we did hear that it. Uh, and to me, it's one of those things, like, if it's not ready, then don't open it. Right. So I'd hate to be the ones going to Smuggler's Run at mm-hmm. Disneyland, because that's the only attraction now in that land. Yeah. And everybody, their mother, their <laughs> brother, their aunts, their cousins, their gym teacher from middle school will be there. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think I saw the line in New York City was already start. like, that was yeah. the end of the line. There's for that, Disneyland. There's that lady holding the sign that says the line starts Yeah, the line here. starts here. <laughs> uh, and so, it's just crazy to me. But, hey, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, last week we talked a little bit about the, some of the offerings. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the food offerings, mm-hmm. the drink offerings. I personally am always looking forward to the yeah. food. Yeah. They've got, some, <laughs> they've got some really good food listed. And, um, like I said last week, a lot of, uh, a couple more vegan and vegetarian friendly options which is always good so oh yeah of course i mean and so like that's definitely the direction that they're trying to make it um i don't want to say that they're trying to make disney world vegan friendly but i think they're trying to be more sensitive to people that have uh dietary needs and we saw some saw some pictures from like shops that they'll have and dang it disney you've done it again because (laughs) there's now more plush figures that i want to get (laughs) after seeing that but um, 
I want the droid that you can yes. hook up to your Bluetooth. <laughs> yes, they're, they're going to sell droids, I think, three different ones uh, that I, I read. Maybe. I think three. Um, the C-3PO I think it's like kinds of droids. Is going to be interesting. They said if you take his head off and put it on backwards, he has quite a lot to say. As he should. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be an exciting time, and I think yeah. that kind of goes back to Evan's comment uh, that things are drastically changing, mm-hmm. you know. And I think this is kind of the first putting the foot in the water yep. on immersion. And I think if it goes, level. I think if it goes really, really well, Disney ought to take the hint and villains park. You know, honestly, and you we know. kind of talked about this earlier. I honestly think that they should have just made Star Wars into its own park. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see Disneyland, because they don't have much land that they, they build a Galaxy's Edge there. Uh, I think eventually that's what I think in, in Hollywood Florida, Studios will become. Yeah, I think I mean, in Florida, though, they probably could have just went ahead and built a whole park. Right. If it took a little bit longer. I'd rather see a villain's park, personally. That's just me. Yeah. With Maleficent's castle <laughs> as the centerpiece. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. Uh and this last little bit of news is going to tie in perfectly to our episode today. So, Captain Marvel, it released on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel Studios' Captain Marvel, I should say. The movie this weekend opened domestically with $153 million. And internationally, it's bringing already brought in $455 million. Woohoo! So, go, Captain Marvel. You put that in comparison with other, uh, let's see. With other uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm going to look up Black Panther, because it was kind of that like winter release, mm-hmm. just like last year. I apologize. I should have had these ready, but we were watching American Idol. <laughs> uh, it looks like it has grossed $1.3 billion, Ooh. billion with a B, worldwide. Uh, its opening weekend was $202 million. Oh, wow. Now, that was released, I think, in February. Uh, yeah, February 16th, which is a Valentine's weekend, right. kind of. Uh, but this one was released in March, and it it's one of the largest openings of a comic book movie. That's great. Yeah. And, uh, talking about Captain Marvel. Just and goes so, to show the world's ready for female superheroes. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, and the thing is, you know, you look at this, this figure for... For Black Panther, this one point three billion, this movie's already grossed almost a half a billion dollars. Right. In one weekend. Now this week, this movie opened up in February, I think, overseas. But uh, that's just crazy. That's a lot of money. And, it's amazing. You know, all that to say, imagine what Endgame oh, will do. Gosh. I think it'll break. I think it'll break all kinds of records. I really I'll, do. I'll venture to say this that I think it's I think I've already decided that I'm more excited about Endgame than I am the Star Wars 9. Mm-hmm. I think it's more anticipated than Star Wars 9. I think Star Wars 9 is that we don't know much about it. There's It'll be the really close. Teasing me. It'll be the close of that chapter. I think that's going to be the yeah. big draw for it because people want to see how the story ends. Yeah. You know, or how the Skywalker saga ends. Yeah. Rather. But. And it's not that they're they're not bad. I mean, I I I liked Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my favorite, but no. I loved Force Awakens. Yes. So we'll see. Yeah. But I'm excited about Endgame. <laughs> Endgame. I'm gonna make a prediction. Let's see. Captain Marvel brought in. Let's see. Domestically, internationally, um, eh, brought in four fifty five internationally. Four hundred fifty five billion. That was, that's it. Are you million, talking about domestically? Says, I would yeah. go with domestically. Domestically, it said 153. I'm going to say Avengers Endgame, I'm going to say 250. Ooh, one weekend? Yep. Yeah. I think, I think it has the, I think it has the potential. So many people are invested How in. How much did you say? 250. Hmm. So I'm looking here at Avengers Infinity War, mm-hmm. which clearly is one of my favorite movies of all time. It had a budget of $321 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, its opening weekend, it made $257.6 million. Okay, so I'll change it. I'll yeah. say... Uh, I'll say 295 
Ooh, that's a lot of money. I'll say two ninety five. Now I think it. Infinity think it War did. went on to gross over two billion dollars right. worldwide. Do you remember how much I told you that Disney paid for Marvel? It wasn't that much. Four four billion. Yeah. Oh. Four. So it's already that's made crazy. its money back. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it. Oh, they've made their money back. Uh, it, uh, we talked about this, but the Marvel Cinematic Universe is now the highest earning movie franchise of all time. Now, granted, there's 21 movies. Right. So. We love it. Yeah. So. Um, but I think Captain Marvel, um, I think it's resounding with some people. Some people, you know, we've read some, some negativity about it, but I'm just going to ignore those people. Yeah. So, um, here we are talking. <laughs> I think with Endgame, I, can, I think we can contribute to some of that. Because I'm sure we'll see it a few times opening weekend. Well, yeah, because we've already seen this one three times. What we like to do, and this is just us personally, and please let us know if you guys are like that too. We like to go see the movie on opening night and kind of like, kind of soak it all in. And then have a day to process. And then that next day, or have time to process it. Then that next day, go back and see it during the day. Yeah. Um, there's a lot less crowds during the day that next day. And then, two, you get a, I don't know, it's almost like a fresh perspective. Like, there's, it, there's things yeah. that you catch that you didn't see. Because you're, so you're so trying to catch everything going on. And especially if it's like a lot of action and everything, you're not going to be able to catch every single thing that's happening or going on. Yeah. that first time so we I, always like to see it a second time and sometimes a third time yeah so well while we're on this subject let's go ahead and transition yes right to our main topic so today we're going to be talking about captain marvel Yay. <laughs> we're going to try our best to do a spoiler free review mm -hmm. um you know i john and i have never honestly we've never done a review uh as far as a podcast or a video we've never done mm -hmm. one so, uh, spoiler free is going to be weird for us, but we're going to try our best because uh, we want we want to talk about the movie, uh, but not give anything away. Right. So, um, I'm going to read the description from Internet Movie Database for this. The, the synopsis is: Carol Danvers becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races. Yep. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, this movie was written. Oh my gosh, I'm so out of... Hello everyone, welcome to Mouse Magic <laughs> Oh my gosh, my phone is not cooperating with me today. But um, this movie was directed by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Do you know who either one of those people are? Hmm. No? Okay. No. You have to say no, they no. can't see you shaking no. your hand. Uh, they were known for their collaborations on movies like Half Half Nelson, Sugar, It's a Kind of a Funny Story, Mississippi Grind, and now Captain Marvel. I don't know if I've seen any of those movies. I'm not but... sure either. Hmm. Uh, but I did read that they were previously, um, oh, what do I call it, uh, considered mm -hmm. to direct Guardians of the Galaxy originally. Okay. Yeah. And so, let's see, other things. They've also done some uh, television, mm -hmm. uh, The Big C. They directed like two one. episodes uh, of The Big C in treatment and a couple of other things, like this, the show Looking. Yeah. They directed three episodes of the show Looking. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and then the, obviously the movie's produced by Kevin Feige, which is the president of Marvel Studios. I like them. The screenplay was written by Anna Bowden, Ryan Fleck, and Geneva robertson Dwarit. Ah. Yeah. It's a big deal because this is actually one of the first movies that was actually uh, written by a woman. Oh, okay. Uh, other, uh, like, what do they call them? Catwoman, Supergirl. Right. And movies like that were actually written by men. And I think it's kind of, it kind of shows in the movie. Yeah. Like, it's definitely written from a female perspective. Yeah, I can see that. So, yeah. Uh, they have written other things. Which that is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, so... I guess they have written... The only other thing that they have written at the... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Geneva Robertson Dwart. <laughs> the only thing that looks like she has written uh, is actually the new Tomb Raider reboot. Okay, which I've not seen yet. Yeah, which is another strong female character, so that's pretty awesome. 
the movie stars, of course, Brie Larson as mm-hmm. Carol Danvers, slash Veers, slash Captain Marvel. And then Samuel L. Jackson reprises his role as Nick Fury, yes. a very young Nick Fury. And uh, Ben Mendelsohn plays Talos. He is a the leader of the Scrolls. And then you have Jude Law playing Yonrog, who is the leader of the the Kree Star Force. So, and then of course you round out that amazing cast with Annette Bening right. as. Supreme Intelligence, and Dr. Wendy Lawson. So, and then, I don't know about you, but I was super excited to see that uh, Clark Gregg was back in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. You don't know who that is, that's Agent Coulson. Yes. He was supposedly killed in the Avengers yep. uh, by Loki. And then if you watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., he's in the very first episode, and you learn that he was not really killed. Yeah. And... But then through the, the course of season one, it actually uh, explains, explains how he how he didn't die. And we are loving that show right now. Oh, yeah. We're, we're been... actually watching through it on Netflix and love it. Yeah. Uh, I think it was cool because this movie is kind of prequel-ish. Right. I guess it is a prequel, but it, it's a prequel not just for Captain Marvel. That kind of introduced the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's a prequel for Nick Fury, for Coulson, but also for a couple other characters. Ronan, the right. accuser who we see him in Guardians of the Galaxy, but also Korath, mm-hmm. who was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Lee Pace, I think he played an elf, maybe, in the Hobbit movies. Mm, I think that's the think same so. guy. He plays uh, Ronan. He re- plays the same character. And then, oh gosh, I'm going to butcher this name. Uh, Dejimon Hansu uh, plays Korath. And he's been in a couple of things, like Blood Diamond. He was in Gladiator. Uh, Serenity, and he was also an Aquaman, but we'll forgive him for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not a DC fan, so. Uh, but yeah, Lee Pace, he was in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, The Hobbit. Yes, he played one of the elves. Okay. Yeah, but there's a couple other people in there. Um, Maria Rambo, which mm-hmm. is Carol Danvers' uh, best friend, and I guess partner, flight partner. Is that what you call her? Yeah. Uh, it was played by Lashana Lynch. And then her daughter is played by... Akira Akbar. She plays Monica. Monica Rambo. It's a trap. <laughs> not Admiral. She was not an Admiral. <laughs> <laughs> she was Lieutenant Trouble. So, uh, But if you are any kind of fans of the comic books or you read them, you will recognize instantly the name Monica Rambo. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. It don't have anything to do with this movie, but it does in the comics. Um, yeah, so what is your overall take of Captain Marvel? I loved it. I thought it was really good. Um, I think that think that we're ready for, like I said, ready for more female superhero movies. I think we're going to get one with Black and I Widow. Think, I think this kind of paved, I think the success of this movie will kind of pave the way finally for that Black Widow. Because I think that, I don't know why, and I really, I, I don't understand that, but I think they were kind of dragging their feet with that for some reason. And I thought maybe, maybe they're not ready, but I think that this should show them that, yes. You know, the, the thing is, like, aside from Iron Man, she's kind of been in that cinematic universe, besides Pepper Potts and Happy Hogan, kind of the longest, because she was introduced in Iron Man 2. Right. Uh, as Natalie. I can't Ooh, wait to see her gosh. story. I can't wait to see it. I yeah. think it'll be really I think we good. get glimpses of uh, her backstory a little bit in Age of Ultron mm-hmm. when uh, Scarlet Witch kind of does her little mind trick thing on her. Right. So, I'm curious. But, anyway. but I think that I think the movie was really good. I think it I think it gives uh, young girls and young women a role model to look up to. Yeah. I think I that's think, great. And and it it creates it creates whole it creates a whole new fan base. I'm not saying that there weren't girls or women that were, you know, not into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I think it creates an even bigger fan base. Yeah, I think I think Captain Marvel is going to kind of do what Star Wars has done with, I don't want to say with Rey, because I think we had strong females before uh, Leia. Mm-hmm. But with definitely Rey. Right. You know, except they didn't have any action figures of Rey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because they didn't think little boys would want to play with him. Right. 
It's interesting. And if you go to the Disney store, talking about uh, female presence, this mm-hmm. movie is definitely, I would say, how am I going to say if this phrase this? If this comes across as chauvinistic, I don't want it to be, but I think it's kind of, it feels like they're kind of wanting, they're wanting women to like it, mm-hmm. because if you look at the merchandise, it's very female presence. Right. Uh, There's not a lot of male. Yeah. And I mean, that's fine. I mean, I don't care. I, we just made our own shirt. And so, like, I think that, you know, like the the journal. Right. That's the only thing I can think of. Because Disney always does journals for all these different uh, movies. And the one for Captain Marvel <laughs> has, it's sequins completely cluttered, and... uh, covered with glitter, with, uh, with sequins. Yeah. It's those sequins that's super trendy and you that can... You flip br- them yeah. one side and <laughs> down the other, yeah. And so, I mean, and I don't have a problem with that. I mean, yeah. I think, I think it's great that we have, you know, little girls that, mm-hmm. um can be taught the lesson. I want to say something so bad, but it's, I think it'd be kind of a spoiler. And I don't say it. Yet. I don't want to. I'm <laughs> not going to say it. It's something that would reveal. I'm just saying it's good to have a, a, a female hero that says it's okay to fall. Yeah. And get back up. Yeah. Because we know that things like this happen. Yeah. You know, like people fall, people get back up and it's how you react to and your the, circumstances. And I see what you're saying with the merchandise being very, I guess female head yeah, like at the Disney yeah, store. Yeah, because like they had a choker. Like I'm clearly not going to wear a choker. But there are other there are other stores. Hot Topic. Yeah. Box lunch. They do have some. They do have some different shirts and like. Yeah. I mean, I can see the. They have a. Um, is it, Hot Topic has a Goose the Cat shirt that <laughs> yeah. I can see men wearing. Yeah. Oh, because we didn't talk about the cat. Yeah. Hold on. I, I can see men wearing. But uh, okay, so. You know this from the trailer. There's a cat involved, and it looks just like my tiny kitty. <laughs> and so, uh, that cat was actually played by four different cats: yeah. by Reggie, Gonzo, Archie, and Rizzo. And they were, they were provided by pets from Hollywood. <laughs> I guess you or saw pets that by Hollywood. Yeah. And that cat, <laughs> I'm telling you, it steals the show. I love that cat. Yeah, it's it's very fun. It's a fun little. Uh, Goose Part is of goose is my spirit animal. <laughs> That's a good T-shirt design. <laughs> I think I want to make that. I have one that says Pepita is my spirit animal. Yeah, Pepita <laughs> from Coco. But I think that Goose is a a very fun character. I don't yes. <laughs> it's such a fun little thing. But Goose actually in the comic books is named Chewy uh, because it was in the kind of the eighty-ish area, and so and they changed. Yeah, because it takes place yeah. kind of where Top Gun, so they just wanted to kind of reference. Mm-hmm. And it was very Top Gun at certain parts of that movie. It was. Um, I was not excited about that movie. <laughs> to, I mean, I was excited because it's a Marvel movie. Right. And then we saw that trailer at the this Disney is, store that yep. I was like, I have never seen this trailer. And wound up was like, okay, I'm super excited. Again, we've seen it three times. Yes. The first, let's talk about the three experiences mm-hmm. we had. Um, here in uh, the Knoxville area, there's uh, we're, there's a lot of Regal movie theaters, right. Regal Entertainment Group, because they used to be headquartered here. Mm-hmm. So the theater we go to is kind of what they would consider their f- kind of flagship theater. Uh, there's an IMAX theater there. There's an, uh, what they call the Regal Premium Experience, the RPX theater. RPX. There's also a Screen X and then they're about to have a 4DX, which has moving right. seats and scents. Which will be interesting. Yeah. So we saw it the opening night. We saw it in RPX, which the screen is just like an IMAX screen. Um, it was huge. Mm-hmm. And it was so crystal clear. And the sound was amazing. The yeah. sound quality. And so I was blown away by that movie from watching that. And then I looked at John right after the movie. I said, I want to go back and see this movie again. And so I think we wound up going the next day, mm-hmm. and we went to the Screen X viewing. Just to try it. Uh, if you don't know what Screen X is, so you have the main, it was very Disney, but <laughs> you go to the theater, there's the screen, and then they also have projectors on the sides of the theater. So at some parts of the movie, it's got 270 degrees worth of screen. Mm-hmm. And so like the opening scene was in Screen X. Um, but then it would flash back because it's a parts. memory that you kind of see in the trailer. It's a memory. Then it goes back to present day. Those The screens were off. Yeah. It was just the one screen in the middle. And I think so, it was cool. 
I found myself so distracted. I think it was cool, but I think it was, like you said, I think it was a distraction, and I don't really think it added too much to it, the movie. It didn't to me. It didn't add or take away anything. It just it just kind of was. Yeah. And the price for it, I, I'm just like, eh, yeah, I probably yeah. would I not do that again. $32. Yeah, which was a little bit ridiculous. And that was but, for a matinee. Yeah. So... So probably won't do that again. Yeah, I just got really distracted. If that screen had been curved, I think it would have drawn me in a little bit more. But it was right. clearly just like a there's some projections screen. on projections on the side. Right. And I see better projections on the castle, frankly, um, because the screens on the side weren't actually screens. They were this gray, like upholstery. Right. And so it was very muddled. Uh, but then the third time we saw it, which was yesterday. We saw it at our local theater here in uh, Oak Ridge mm-hmm. at the Cinemark, which are the luxury loungers. And they're, they're uh, actually very comfortable. Yeah, they're recliners is what they are. And it, we got our matinees were only $6 a piece. Mm-hmm. So we got to see it for 12 bucks, which was cheaper than either two of the <laughs> times right. we saw it for one ticket. But we got to see it in that. And I was kind of like, I wanted to see it again. Uh, at the same time, I was like, Gosh, I hope I don't not like it this time, or don't like it as much. I loved it just oh, as yeah. much. Oh yeah, every, every time we so. see it, it's just like it's better. Yeah, I think we would be amiss if we didn't mention that there are some Stanley. There's a cameo, but there's also a tribute. Yeah, and I think the world already knows what the tribute is, and so we're going to talk about it just a little bit. I was not expecting it. I was not ready for it. No, and I was inconsolable. So, Marvel movies start with that music. It's called the Avengers Anthem, or whatever they call it. And normally it's pictures of, usually you first see is Captain Marvel, or Captain America. Mm -hmm. And all the different heroes, and then it focuses down, it says Marvel, the Marvel Studios. The first thing you saw was Stan Lee, and it's like, oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Then there was another picture of Stan Lee, and then another Stan Lee, Mm -hmm. and then it was all... The Stan Lee cameos, because this was the first movie after his passing. Right. And then the Marvel logo, which is red and silver, fades to black and white, and then it fades off and just says, Thank you, Stan. Yeah. I was not ready for it. No. <laughs> and it got ready. me the second time, too. Yes. The third time, I was. Yeah. I was a little bit more prepared and I was more ready, but... But my favorite part, though, is the first time we saw it, it was a very, very busy movie theater. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, when Stan Lee first... Oh, I'm going to start crying. I can't. Okay, mm-hmm. so when when his picture first, everybody was like, oh, you know, but then you saw another one and someone... Oh, gosh, here they come. Mm-hmm. Someone in the back of the theater started applauding. Yeah. And the entire and theater... Just, built, just like... like erupted in, in applause yeah and it was a perfect tribute to a man oh my gosh <laughs> what's wrong with me oh, they're comic books a perfect tribute to an amazing man that changed so many people little nerdy boys like me mm-hmm. who had not much to do <laughs> except read comic books it opened up a new world of possibilities and... to know that I could I could fight evil mm-hmm. in my own way and just. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't popular, but it didn't matter. I could escape to mm-hmm. Xavier's school. I yeah. could swing on webs with Peter Parker and. Gosh, yeah. Sorry. Oh. So, yes. So, when it said thank you, Stan, it was perfect. Yeah. So. I apologize. <laughs> I'm cutting all that out. No. Leave that in. <laughs> sorry. It's sorry. important. So, it was a perfect tribute to a man and uh, his legacy and how much he has changed cinema at this point. Right. And so, you know, they always do the normal, he had a normal cameo as well and it was, mm-hmm. it was very fun because uh, the movie takes place in 1995 mm-hmm. and so, um, that was fun. And it yeah. was like, the music was fantastic. It was all very 90s. Well, of course it was very 90s. It was 90s. Uh, we heard some Nirvana in there, no doubt. Ironically, it was I'm Just a Girl. It has an amazing, <laughs> amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Love so, the soundtrack. Got to hear some Hole. Yes. All kinds of fun stuff. But it's fun. Some garbage. 
What'd you call me? And I mean the band garbage. A, a fuzz bucket garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a great movie. Um, I don't want to go too much into it because I'm I don't right. want to spoil it. No, it's a it's a fitting entry. It's their twenty first movie mm-hmm. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I think it's very fitting. And you know, we had the whole last year was the um, the what do they call it the um, Marvel tenth anniversary, right? Marvel Studios, excuse me, tenth anniversary. This being the now ninetieth anniversary, mm-hmm. is it ninetieth or eighty? Oh gosh, again, not prepared for my statements, but um, you know, I think it was it's it's a great addition. And then Captain Marvel, uh, the the uh, directors and the producers have said that she is the most powerful superhero that we've yeah. seen yet. And let me just tell you, hang on. Oh, yeah. Because I, I would say, I would even, I'm not naive enough to say that the whole movie was just, yay, yay, yay. Yeah. The whole first half, to me, it was good. It was a little slow at first. And see, I didn't, I didn't think that. But that was me. I think, I think it was, was anticipating. I think it was the build-up, and 80, I think it was eighty years. I think it was like a when people say that, you know, I never really thought about it too much until this movie. But like when they say it's a roller coaster ride, it really is because that first part of the movie, it's just like the build-up and going up that incline, yeah. And then it gets to that point, oh, yeah, yeah. and it's just like non-stop, and you better yeah. hang on because it's, because when Captain Marvel. Or Carol Danvers. You know, they never actually used the words Captain Marvel. <laughs> uh, but when she fully comes into her own, her own, yeah. I'm telling you, it's the best part yep. of the whole thing. It's from that. I cannot wait to see what we're going to see in the next movie. And I can't wait and to hear the future. Can't wait to hear what our listeners think. Oh, absolutely. I want to hear. I want to hear what absolutely. you guys think, and definitely send us messages and contact us. Let us know how did you like the movie? Because I know there's, I know there's quite a few people that are listeners that have already seen it. Yeah. So definitely let us know. Uh, going back real quick, uh, Marvel Entertainment. Mm-hmm. It was founded January the twelfth, nineteen thirty nine, which is eighty years ago. Wow. As Timely Comics. And then it became magazine management 71 years ago, April 16th, 1947. And then finally in February 19th, 1961, which was 58 years ago, it became Marvel Comics. Woo-hoo. Obviously started by Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. And man, you think about that, you know, how much, how much they've done. Yeah. Oh, so good. How much that company's grown and how much it's. Yeah, how far it's come. And I read that the read that the first, uh, the Marvel era, the first year that they launched that company, mm-hmm. that was they they actually launched the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we'll finally get a good Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. By the way, Disney news. I'm so sorry. I just thought about this. Wow. I said Fantastic we Four forgot. because yeah. it's Fox Entertainment. I read that the acquisition mm-hmm. of the Disney Fox merger getting closer. March uh, March twentieth. Okay. They expect it to be finalized, which means going back to Marvel, mm-hmm. we're going to get the X-Men back, we're going to get Fantastic Four back, we're going to get Deadpool, which if you haven't seen Deadpool, it's very adult, but it's very funny. Uh, I cannot wait to see what they're going to do yep. with these movies. Now there is, there's rumor already, which if it turns out to be accurate, I think that'll be amazing. There's rumor that they're we already know that they'll probably reboot the X-Men and mm-hmm. redo it, I guess, only the way Disney can. But there Marvel is rumor Studios. There is rumor that there will be, there is a X-Men versus the Avengers movie in the book, or in the works. I would take it. And if I that think that would be awesome. An, I thought we got an X-Men movie in the same, like, quality and vein as Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh my gosh. I just want a good Fantastic Four. Yeah. Not that the first two were bad, because I loved those. <laughs> they had Johnny Storm with Chris Evans, who went on to play Captain America. Right. I loved those. That one that they had, that had Michael B. Jordan. Sorry, who, Michael B. Jordan. Who went on to play Killmonger, but who was also Johnny Storm. It just wasn't that good. It just, I didn't like it. Yeah. So. 
It was lacking something. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's called a pot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but no, I loved it. So. My biggest, I think, uh, my biggest shock about going back to Captain Marvel is... We are all over the place, and I apologize. The mixed reviews. Yeah. And a lot of these, a lot of these... <laughs> Negative reviews, I hate to say this, because it's going to sound bad. A lot of these negative reviews are coming from men. Yeah. And personally, I feel like they feel threatened by a woman superhero. Well, and, like, what's and, the one you read that it was yeah, demeaning? Yeah, there was one that, there's, uh, it, it's demeaning towards men. Because, because I'm not going to give it away, but there's a scene in the movie, and you'll know which one I'm talking about, but... It's I, like I it's a it's that. a the quote from this gentleman was it's a woman's job and yeah. a man should not have been doing this what he was doing yeah in the kitchen but and so yeah which I think that's a very sexist remark I think of that's course. a disgusting remark yeah um we're we're living in a completely different uh, day and times now I guess a different age yeah where. It's Women not, are just as empowered, and it's of course it should be equal. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I hate that. I hate that women still do not get equal pay. I think that some of the women in these movies, even in these movies, yeah, I think they do just as good of a job, and I think they should be getting paid the same amount that the men get paid. Of course. And so, I think we still gotta fight to go for that to get and, equal rights for know, that. But I mean, and we're talking yeah. about female superheroes. I know that they weren't the main characters in these movies. No. But, uh, but you don't know what I'm talking about yet. <laughs> but in Black Panther, uh, Shuri and mm-hmm. Okoye, yeah. uh, Black Panther's, uh, or King T'Challa, his sister and his, I guess, the leader of his guard, those were my two favorite characters. Yeah. Uh, I want to see Shuri. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we don't know what, she, what, what where she's at in the whole spectrum of things. Right. But I want to see Shuri. I want to see Okoye. I want to see Captain Marvel, Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, and Gamora. I don't care if we have to retro Gamora, whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to see those six in a movie together. And Pepper. You got oh. to throw Pepper in there. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess we need some seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't. she don't really add anything to me, but... I think she's a strong female yeah. character. Yeah, I think she's... Okay. <laughs> she's... I think she's... Uh, I don't know. I think she's kind of like Tony's better half. She's the one that kind of yeah. keeps him grounded. I think we've seen. We've talked about this, like how I feel like you're my better half, and what I lack, you kind of make up for. And I think we've seen Pepper kind of get stronger. I think she's too. like that. So yeah, especially yeah. after Iron Man three, when when she had the whole extremist thing, because mm-hmm. that was pretty awesome when she. Oh, she was at the very end. That was pretty awesome. So, anyway, I want to see that. All right. Anything else about Captain Marvel? I think that's that was good. really good. Yeah, it was really so, good. Go see it. Go see it's, it. It's definitely a good movie. But we want to hear from you. If you've seen Captain Marvel, uh, I want you to comment on our. We're gonna have a. a there's a post on our Instagram. It's gonna be a little graphic with uh, episode number seven and you know Captain Marvel discussion. Uh, that will be there. Well, we want to hear from you. We want to yeah. hear from you there. Uh, if you want to go to our our website. Um, www.mousemagicwithjohnnyjoey.com right. You can fill out a contact form. We'll read your... I'd like to hear from the listeners yeah. what they thought about it. Yay or nay. If you didn't like it, we want to know that too. Yeah, tell us what you didn't like. Yeah, tell us what you would have changed. Yeah, tell totally. Us, you know. so, um, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, last week, uh, our trivia question... I'm going to mm-hmm. go ahead and jump right there. Uh, right. Our trivia question was... Um, I had misspoke and Miss Jesse D. Nichols from Instagram called mm-hmm. me out on it. Oh yeah, she called you out. Well, she out. didn't call me out. She was about to call another person out. I had misread my notes. Uh, I had originally said that Roy Disney wanted a different attraction instead of Peter Pan. The question was, what was the original attraction plan for where Peter Pan's flight is? The truth is, Roy Disney actually did want the Peter Pan attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the answer, of course, was Mary Poppins' Jolly Holiday. And because Jesse called me out, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's the winner. Yeah, what was that? What was that line you said? I love it when people call my husband out. Mm. <laughs> and interestingly enough, it was Jesse. <laughs> uh, but yes, Jesse, you are the winner. Uh, uh, you've won. Congratulations! That Ed, yeah, Edna Mode Journal. 
And also, we're going to throw in a Mouse Magic with John and Joey car decal. I've got them right here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I, you're probably not going to guess what this week's question revolves around. And that's going to be the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. But this is an easy question. It's a very easy question. We're going to throw you an easy one. And so, here's what I want for your answer. I want you to tell me your favorite character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And why? And No, you don't have to say why. Don't say why. I would like to know I'm why, curious. but... Some people don't know why. Like, I can't tell you my favorite character, period, because I have 45 of them. <laughs> like, every character on screen is my favorite. Star-Lord. Uh, oh, no, he's not my favorite. I don't know. <laughs> Ugh, it's so... Thanos. But, um, yes, I think Thanos is an intriguing character. He is a very intriguing character. I think he's going to... Ah, I love him. Anyway, uh, but that's the question. I don't. There's not actually a, a, no trivia this time. Anybody should we, that huh? should we tell them what the prize will be uh, this yeah, week? Yeah, hold on just a second. Okay. <laughs> Anybody that comments, you can comment. We're gonna have a special that I was telling you that graphic, the Captain Marvel discussion graphic on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. Comment on there with your favorite. Also, you can you can message us on Instagram. You can message us on Facebook. Facebook. You can email us at info at mousemagicwithjohnandjoey dot com. Mm -hmm. Go to our Facebook our website address. You can go to the trivia contest entry form. You can still put your favorite on there. But all you have to do is tell us your favorite. Yeah. And your prize this week is going to be, tell them, John. A Captain Marvel Funko Pop. Woo! Woo! Pop. And a Mouse Magic with John and Joey Cardigan. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Thank you, Cricket. <laughs> yes, if you didn't know, John and I have a Cricket machine now. So we can do... Oh, by the way... Jesse, uh, we're also going to throw in a Captain Marvel original car decal that I designed. Yeah. For your vehicle or whatever you want to put it on. It's, it's it's made out of solid gold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we want to know who your favorite character yeah. in Marvel Cinematic Universe. So and also um, you can find us at mousemagicwithjohnandjoey.com. Mm -hmm. You can also find us on Instagram at mousemagicwithjohnandjoey. You can find us at Facebook at Mouse Magic with John and Joey. And then at Twitter, you can find us at Mouse Magic JJ. <laughs> uh, also, if you like the show, first of all, please subscribe. Yeah. And also, if you're out there and you're on iTunes, please give us a rate and a review. That's going to help us get our name out there, but also yes. help other listeners find our information. Mm -hmm. We're not the best, but, you know. And hey, if you get a chance, check out that website, mousemagicwithjohnandjoey.com. Yeah. We actually have a merch store. We do. And got a lot of t-shirts and mugs. Well, and... You, there's designs on there. And you yeah. can get all those designs as t-shirts, as mugs, as pillows, as coffee cups, coffee cups phone yeah. cases. We have it, you name stickers. it. Stickers. Yeah. yeah. And the stickers, I will say this, the stickers hold up really well in weather. Yeah, they're like a vinyl. Like a vinyl, not, not like what we make, but like it's like a vinyl with actual print on it, mm -hmm. and uh, they, they do hold up. We got I've that had one, one on the car for, for almost what? two years. Two years on the car, yeah. and it's went through rain and snow and everything else, yeah. and it's still got its color. And matter of fact, we bought some uh, annual pass holder magnet decals mm -hmm. because we didn't want to put the magnets on our car, and we've not had them that long, and they're already faded. Right, like Donald Duck's bill is white. Yeah. We got those from Etsy, though. We didn't get those from. I know. Yeah, we didn't get them. All. Yeah, we got them yeah. from Etsy. Now I make my own. The back of the laptop actually has a pass holder decal on it. <laughs> and pretty soon our car will be known as the Marvel Mobile. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> but that's have, okay. I have my Nothing Avengers logo that. and I have my Captain Marvel. And I think you have a uh, Spider-Man one somewhere mm -hmm. that we made. I do. It's uh, going to go It's gonna go on my mug though. Yeah. I've got one of the big tumblers. The big... Yes, uh, the red one. What is that one? Uh, it's like the... What is that company? Mossy Oak. Yeah. It's a big Mossy like Oak. Like a Yeti. Yeah, like it's a like Yeti. a Yeti tumbler, but Not a it's, blue Yeti. it's really like bright red. And he made me an awesome Spider-Man decal to put well. on it. So, Well. <laughs> but yeah, we got that. and uh, So definitely check that out, yeah. the merch store. It's, it's got a lot of really good stuff on it. Yeah. Anybody's interested in, a, in a, a car decal, you can just send us a message and we'll probably just send you one. Or if there's if there's a, I'm talking about the mouse magic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or we, I was gonna say if there's a design that you know they think would work well or sell well. Yeah. They can always pass that information along yeah. as well. But yeah, if you'd like a mouse so. magic with John and Joey, um, 
Car decal. Let us know. Yeah. We'll send you one. We got a whole bunch of them right here. Don't take any time to make them. Not enough. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. That was a long discussion. Yeah. Uh, it was a good one, though. Yeah, I love Captain Marvel. I'm telling you, when we have the end game review, oh. it's going to be probably 14 parts. Oh, my gosh. There's... Oh. It's going to be kind of interesting to do a spoiler-free review on that one. Cause that it might just be, have uh, to be like, here's who's in the movie. If you don't want to hear any more, right. skip to the end. <laughs> we'll see if we can do a spoiler-free one. And we'll kind of practice it a couple of times first. But right. we'll see well, how that goes. We'll see. But All righty. Well, that's all the time we have today. Yep. I guess you know we'll be back next week, every Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Check us out. We're on Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, and Google, Google Play. Play. Yeah. And also at mousemagic.com. Well, no, wow, no, I'm doing it. Mousemagic with John and Joey.com. We actually put every one of the episodes on there. Yeah. So you and can listen from the website. Yeah, you can. So. so if you don't have, if people don't have options to yeah, listen not to that, others. I mean, clearly, if they're listening to this, they have options. But right. if your friends don't have options. Right. <laughs> and if you like our podcast and you like our craziness and yeah. silliness, pass it along to your friends. Pass it along. Let and them like I said, rate and review. That helps us uh, get out there. Yep. And ideas. We're always looking for new yes, ideas. We so do look. We have some show. We actually got some more Yay. for some people. Good. So. Good. Uh, we're not sure what we'll do next week, but yep. we'll be back next Wednesday. Until then, have a magical day. And a magical evening. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>